0: PQB is the official podcast of the Parksville Qualicum Beach News. Hi, everyone, and thanks for listening. I'm Peter McCulley. Sarah Neal of Lanceville recently struck a deal with Robert Herkovic and Arlene Dickinson on the TV program Dragon's Den. The two dragons have invested in Sarah's business, Instacake Cards. We'll chat with Sarah about her time in the den and about her business. Thanks for joining us on the podcast today, Sarah.
1: Well, thank you for having me today.
0: Congratulations on snagging a deal with a couple of dragons.
1: Thank you. It's all very exciting. I bet. And it's good that I can talk about it now. End of May I went. I've had to keep quiet, which has been very difficult.
0: Can you start by telling us the story behind Instacake Cards and what inspired you to create this very unique business? I don't think I've ever seen anything like it.
1: It is unique. As I said on the Dragons' Den is that, you know, I've always been interested in baking to cakes, decorating, and then I moved to Canada and I wanted to send birthday cards and with a birthday cake. But unfortunately, the cost of sending a cake was too expensive. This crazy idea just popped in my head and said, what if I could send a cake and a card together that was easy to ship anywhere in the world? Especially when I moved to Canada, I realised the distances. So to send a cake across Canada in midwinter, it would get crushed, it could be frozen, or then if you send it down south in America, it could get melt because of the heat, because of all the extreme temperatures in such a vast country. That's how I... Started working on how could I do it.
0: So your background was working with one of the largest frozen food suppliers in Europe before Mm -hmm. moving to Canada.
1: So I have a food degree from Glasgow. So yes, I do have a food science degree. It's helped me a bit. I understand the project. I understand the process of taking an idea and then fulfilling it. Because obviously, in the frozen food, I looked after product development. So I got. A bit of a background but I've never dealt in greeting cards business so that was a really learning curve. Everything's been a learning curve.
0: I have a degree in food as well. Oh but do you? It, but it's in eating.
1: Oh okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so how did you come up with the idea of combining greeting cards with the cake mix, the frosting, the candle and the curd?
1: The eureka moment literally came when I saw this thing called a mug cake that's M-U-G where you make a cake in a mug. And ones that you buy, you normally have to a tablespoon of oil or an egg. Also, when you put it in a mug, it's hard to clean afterwards. And I thought, yes, I could send just a cake mix and then people put sprinkles on. But that's no fun. So then I went, what about if I could send a little baking case? So once I got that, came up with this pop-up baking case, I then went, okay, I got the cake mixture with birthday cakes. You always need frostings. If you have frosting, you need sprinkles. And if you have sprinkles, you've got to have a candle. And (laughs) and it was like, so everything had a knock-on effect. And then I just had to figure out how, the biggest challenge is how to get into a card that you can send. That was one of the biggest challenges.
0: So you mentioned you had a food science degree and working in the frozen food industry. How did your background and experience influence the entrepreneurial journey and your approach to building
1: it's interesting. I don't think any of my previous background had anything to just my love of ideas. I'm very dyslexic, so therefore I think in a different way. So I think a lot of that makes me more creative and thinks outside the box because I don't think people always say it's a disadvantage to be dyslexic. I've actually now turned it around. I think it's an advantage. So if anybody's out there, don't take it as a disadvantage, especially young kids who have learning difficulties. Turn it around, make it to your strength. And because it makes you see things because people say, how did you come up with that idea? I said, it just comes to me or you just have time to think. I'm always looking at things. I'm always getting ideas from an aspirations from something from a totally different area and then try and bring that in. So I'm 57. I've got a lot of experience of life.
0: We are the sum of our experiences. What are some of the key challenges you faced while building this business and how did you overcome them?
1: The, the biggest one was obviously COVID because we literally soft launched it about four months, before, five months beforehand. But I didn't do anything with it. And I went, OK, so you've got to take this more seriously. So on March the 16th, I think, was, I took my first employee and that's when we went into full shutdown. So great timing. So that obviously dealing with COVID was our biggest challenge because then all the places locked down. I couldn't get my product. But lucky enough, one thing I did have in my favour is I had the machines. I didn't have anybody else making the product for me, so I had full control. Because I had the machines to make the cake mixture, the frosting, I was making everything originally. I was able to keep going. It was just us and nobody else was allowed, so we were very strict. So we managed to come through COVID okay and even grow.
0: I was going to say that during the period of COVID, online businesses did very well.
1: We did well because a lot of offices were sending out birthday cards. Uh, We had one company send out 600 cards to all their employees, and then he went on a Zoom call. So in my business plan, I never wrote how to deal with a pandemic. So we literally, like everybody else, we had to pivot, we had to change and appeal and make things slightly different for companies. So we did very well that way.
0: When you were in the den pitching the dragons on investing in your business, One of the dragons asked you, I don't recall who it Mm -hmm. was, where you got the money to start the business. And you mentioned that you had started another business which earned some money. Could you tell us about that other business?
1: Well, that one's called Vital ID. And we're going to go back a bit. So this is originally was called KidLink. And I started a wristband business because my little son at the time, he was two and I just had a baby. I was in Calgary and I turned around and my two-year-old had run off. Then they found him. Obviously, that was panic. Everybody went into shutdown. But it made me realise there was no information on him, so I designed a wristband that could hold his information, a wristband that would have a card inside, and then that branched out. And then from there, someone said, I've got kids that won't wear medical wristbands, so I designed a whole kids' range of medical wristbands. Then from there, an adult said, well, I like it. This is unusual. My husband was a cyclist and then made a ID for his helmet for cycling because quite a few times people been found on the side that they didn't know who they were, so I then designed one to go on his helmet. And then that got discovered by a massive construction company, ironically, in the UK, even though this was all done in Canada. I entered into the PPE, where now they all go on hard hats, so we sell across in England... Britain, Canada and the US and it fits on the side of a hard hat so that if somebody falls down you rip it open and within seconds you get the medical information because in an emergency you've got seconds to do with, especially heart attack. So I've had several people come to us and say our product saved their lives. It's just like a medical wristband but for people in construction on the hard hat.
0: Sarah, are you a serial inventor or a serial entrepreneur?
1: I think I'm a more serial idea person. I think lots of people have ideas, but they don't do anything with them. And I actually do something with them. So entrepreneur, serial thing, I think more an ideas person. And I have it in my head and I have to do something with it.
0: Being on the den, obviously, Mm. is a significant milestone for any business person. What motivated you to apply for the show? And tell us about the application and the audition process.
1: I decided to do it because, unfortunately, my father died this year. When I was seeing my mother, when I flew over, we were all having a discussion. And I don't know how this came up. She said, I really like Dragon's Den. And I went, oh, OK. I felt like something to come positive out of this year. I went, oh, why don't I do Dragon's Den? Also, I had hundreds of people say, you should want Dragon's Den. So I decided to apply. Unfortunately, I missed the application that was in Vancouver. You go and see them and do a presentation. They now do it online, so they do a video. But unfortunately, I couldn't download my video <laughs> to it. So I just literally applied, put my what my product was, showed my website, showed my product. I put it in, and I got a call the next day or an email saying, can we talk to you on Friday, which was the following day? And then I <laughs> it happened really fast. And so I did the presentation went really well. I had a great guy, one of the directors. And I got a call the next week to say, you're on. So I was one of the first ones chosen for the season.
0: So did you have to fly to Toronto?
1: Yeah, I had to fly to Toronto. You do have to pay this all yourself. So I had to pay the flights, the hotels, makeup, anything you want done, you have to pay. Mm -hmm. Have all the stuff flown there. It was a good experience.
0: Lots of preparation, uh, getting ready for your pitch?
1: I did tons. I did a lot of tweaking of my presentation because I had it very long and they have to see it and they tweak and then I tweaked it. And so it took at least a month. And then obviously 24 hours, I changed a bit more. (laughs) But when I, I practiced it the day before, I had a hotel the day and I practiced and practiced. I think you have to do it in front of everybody, all the difference. So when you do it, you're very confident.
0: What were you looking for? Initially, when you went into the den with your pitch, what did you have in the back of your mind?
1: That's a good question. I went in, I was thinking, if I'm going to have anybody come into my business, it's got to be very helpful. I pitched for 300000 because to take us to that next level, that's the kind of money we need to do it.
0: And did you have a dragon in mind that you wanted to pitch you $300,000?
1: I wanted Robert and Arlene. I really liked those two as well. So I was happy anybody after that, because I like all of them. I think they all have their own skill set. And
0: your initial reaction when Robert and Arlene offered you the deal?
1: I was shocked because I never heard somebody going down on the percentage. I offered 20 and they actually then ended up offering me 15 for my business. So I was being in shock.
0: Can you elaborate on how that partnership has impacted your business since the show aired? Have you managed to get to that point yet where they've been involved in the business?
1: I've been talking to Arlene. I was talking well, Robert's team. I've been talking to, and on our, and the other week, I had a good conversation with Arlene. They've got to do their due diligence because I could say any company said I'm worth one million, two million, so they've got to go in and do their due diligence. which they're doing? We're just trying to find out the bright path that suits them that suits us. So we're still in conversation. Mm-hmm. They're very nice. They're very easy to deal with, but a lot of people don't realize a lot of these deals don't go through at Dragons. But I'm glad to say we're still, so far, talking to them and, and having good conversations.
0: The unique gift idea that mm. Instacake card is. How does your company stand in that industry? Is there anybody to compete with, or is it completely unique?
1: Our product's completely unique with customization. We, we're looking at a new system that you'll be able to download a photo and then have it on your birthday card. Yes, there's lots of companies that do customization cards with a cake and a card. No.
0: How about unique stories from customers who have used the cards to celebrate special occasions? Have you heard back from customers?
1: I've heard from grandparents and aunty and uncles and saying, what makes our product unique is that they've sent like expensive presents, they've sent cards before, but they said with Instacake that they've had more photos or cute videos of their nieces or nephews or grandchildren actually making the cake. And that's priceless because every we know, pictures are wonderful so, from that point of view, we've got lots of little photos of these cute kids making the cake and adults making. We've had somebody send it to their grandmother, 98, <laughs> who made one because that's what about cake kids is about shared experience. And then that's lovely because they then, the person who buys it, also gets something back because they then get pictures of whoever they sent it to. Often send them a cute picture showing them making it or eating it.
0: That reminds me when you were in the den making your pitch. You talked about what was in the kit, and then you had the little fold-up spoon to measure the water. And that really shocked a couple of of the dragons.
1: Mm -hmm. I think they got shocked because I tried to make it so that you can literally make it anywhere. So if you're giving it to a colleague in an office, we made it designed so you could make it in an office because not all offices have a tablespoon. We thought we better add a tablespoon And also, if you're on holiday, we have people that take them to hotels and make them. So you don't have to go and look for anything. You don't have to go and look for egg or oil or a tablespoon. You've got everything there. Mm -hmm. So I think that's what shocked them, that they literally could make it there in front of the other dragons.
0: Certainly is fun. There's no doubt about that. It was. When you made your pitch, you mentioned that 80% of your business is in the United States. Mm
1: Mm-hmm that wasn't done on purpose. (laughs) The reason we got 80% in America was because US had relaxed the rules for opening trade shows. So it made sense for us to go down in the States as soon as we could to start selling to retail. And then the momentum of America just took off and hence 80%. But now we're doing a lot more business in Canada. So I'm hoping we can grow that. It'd be 50-50, that would be lovely or more. I'd love to do a lot more business in Canada because obviously this is where we want to be doing our business.
0: Wait until you have that maple-flavoured icing.
1: We've already got some ideas. I can't <laughs> say too much at the moment.
0: <laughs> Can you talk about any moments or interactions with the Dragons during your pitch on the show or before or afterwards that'll stay with you?
1: I think, first of all, the experience was, I had a wonderful team. You have a director that looks after you. I had a great guy that looked after me from beginning to end, making sure that I had all the information and knew what I was doing. And then when you got there, they really go through it. They show you where to stand. So I have to say the team, what nobody really mentions, the team behind Dragons, all lovely, really good at making you relaxed. At the end, I met Arlene and Robert came up to to congratulate me. And the nice thing Arlene said was to me, your product is one of the best I've seen this season. You're working day and night sometimes, you can go, is it worth it? And then you get somebody saying like that with her experience. It's a really confidence boost that you're doing something right.
0: I wonder if you have any advice for aspiring entrepreneurs looking to make a mark in the world of business because you've invented two or three products and probably more to come.
1: (laughs) I would say start as young as you can. Youth and energy is essential, I think, uh, but then experience can be handy too. I would also say, ultimately, when you come up with the idea, it is to say to yourself, if I don't do this, would I regret it on my deathbed? And if it is, then you must do it. Because I knew that if I let instant cake go, I was going to regret it. So I think you've got to let your head rule financially, but ultimately your heart, you have to listen to that, your instinct. And don't let anybody put you off. It's your dream. And maybe you keep a sideline or keep your job until you know that product is going to work. But follow your dreams if you have it. Don't let anybody put you down and go for it.
0: Thanks for being with us today, Sarah.
1: Thank you. Thank you very much for inviting me.
0: Sarah Neal of Lanceville, who recently struck a deal with Robert Herkovic and Arlene Dickinson on the TV show Dragon's Den. That's this edition of PQB. If you have comments or suggestions, you'll find our contact information on our website, pqbnews.com.
1: Is it time to upgrade to a vehicle that's right for your needs today? Get all the options you need at todaysdrive.com. Brought to you by Black Press Media. We'll get you into the perfect vehicle without the struggle of hours spent trying to find what's right for you. We're here to help make your search quick and easy, connecting you with a huge inventory of new and used cars, trucks, and SUVs. Powered by Black Press Media. Visit todaysdrive.com.